Hi guys. Hello. Welcome to Out of Arlene's Spirit Cast. If you're new to this podcast, we talk about all things related to mindfulness, magic, astrology, tarot, Reiki, meditation, spirituality in general, and all things in that realm. In today's episode, we have a guest named Barry Stramon. He was actually on our show a few episodes back. We had him on last year. And he's really interesting. He's a channeler. And he can channel a variety of energies, including galactics, angels, ascended masters. He's channeled historical figures, and he can also do, like, pet communication, which is really cool. So there's no, like, um, limit to the types of energies that he's able to see and communicate with. And since we last talked to him, he's actually gotten even better at channeling from what we understand, which is really cool. It's really cool to see people who, especially someone like him who was already very advanced in that type of um, thing, to, like, get even better, more confident in their abilities. So I, I thought it was really cool. Like, our spiritual our spiritual development is always happening, you know? It never stops. Yeah. Um, no matter where you're at, you're always growing and learning if you stick to it and be a seeker, <laughs> like I always say. Uh, before we get into it, do you want to tell our listeners where they can find us? So you can follow us on whatever you're listening to this on. We are on Instagram, Tumblr, Facebook, Pinterest at Ed Arlene. We're on Twitter at EdPro underscore PGH. We tweet a lot. And we also post Rake Infused videos to YouTube almost every single day. So you can go over there and subscribe and like to get that. And then we have Rake at the end of each of these episodes. Stick around to the end for that. And if you'd like to receive a free Reiki session, we send one out to everybody on our email list once a month. So you can go to our website. It's linked down below at Arlene.com to sign up for that. Yeah, and then we uh, have a Patreon where we're posting longer Reiki videos. Um, and we also have a book uh, that is going to be linked down below. It's a self-love book. And um, we make candles. Our candles are awesome. They smell really great. And uh, we have that link down below, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's our, our selling. <laughs> Support us, please. Support us in any facet you can so we can keep on doing what we're doing. Yeah. We so, create a lot of awesome things. Anything new with you? Me? Yeah. At this moment, I'm just vibing, living okay. life, making the best of the situations that we're in, you know? Just trying to be as happy as possible and mm-hmm. until this is all over, you know? Just doing oh. me. Doing me hard. I think I'm going to start doing shamanic journeying again. <laughs> Hardcore. I'm not playing. I um. So you guys might remember our our previous guest Thomas Moon Eagle, and he he knows like all this stuff, like everything. I don't. That's like he has a lot of modalities. <laughs> yes, he's very knowledgeable and everything. But anyways, he had a he has a book, um, and it's called Drumming Down the Runes, uh, which we've talked about in previous episodes. But if you're new to this podcast and it's the first time you're hearing us talk about it, that's Drumming Down the Runes. We can link that down below. Um, and basically. Uh, the book, he he takes a shamanic journey to to gain knowledge on each one of the runes. So each one of the runes has its own um, like an energy, like spirit, and he invites you to journey with him. So the first half of the book, he's talking about shamanic journey. And now I've been on a shamanic journey before. And I haven't done one in like a very long time. But he kind of like put a bee in my bonnet. And I've been uh, reading up a lot and like kind of researching a lot on shamanic journeying. And I'm really interested in... So in shamanism, you have like the three worlds. So we have Thomas on again. I definitely want to ask him about this. Like we're trying to get him back on. We've been in communication. We'll see if he has availability. But um... I would love to have somebody come on and really like explain it to us in depth. And basically, though, in shamanism, you have like the three worlds. You have your um, lower, middle, and higher. And the lower world is where like primal energies are. Um, so that would be like uh, like your animal, like your you know you hear about your power animal. That's where you would find it at. And that's where Thomas travels to meet the runes. And then you have your middle world and your middle world from what I was reading can um help with I believe like past life type stuff it's kind of like where we like reside I'm not quite sure right now what you can do with the middle world but I know that's where the energies that lie to us kind of reside um and then you have your higher world and your higher world is with like angels and ascended masters and all that and you can like journey to all all three of them and you can um receive guidance in those worlds. I bought, so I got a book 
about uh, Native American shamanism, and she she said it was she put that umbrella term over it because she practices um, uh, she does like shamanic practices within certain tribes across like the United States. So I guess she's worked with different ones, and she's also Native American. Um, but she's this book is just kind of like her. Uh, I can link that too. We might as well get Thomas's book and her book. But I just wanted more after I read his book. Um, I, he just made me want to read more. And so, anyways, this woman is going to show me how to do a lower, middle, and higher journey at some point where I can meet energies and spirits that help, will support me on my path. It's really cool. I'm taking my time with it though. Wasn't Ernesto a shaman as well? Yes, Ernesto was. Do you yes. think he has a book? He might. He might, yeah. We never looked into it. Yeah, we interviewed him about his book about the Akashic Records. Mm -hmm. Um, But he might have something in there for you to look into. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I would be interested. He is a shaman. I would be definitely interested. But I think he... He's really gone into Buddhism. I know that. Mm. I know he's he does a couple different modalities. Yeah, as well. well, everybody does. There's like a lot <laughs> feel, of overlap. I feel like once you get into all this, you mm-hmm. end up just collecting modalities. If that's just, just exploring, exploring, them, yeah. and in moving forward on your journey, mm-hmm. that's so interesting. Yeah, I mean, I do. I find too that there's a lot of overlap with everything. I think that's why people will start exploring other modalities. Like, there's a lot of overlap with everything. Like, like you know, we've studied like Wicca and all of that, and I'm seeing these overlaps with. I mean, I guess technically that would be considered like a, a more shamanic practice as well. Because shamanism isn't like Native American. It's like these and native like indigenous like across the globe practices so anything can fall underneath that umbrella there's actually a term called neo-shamanism as well and we need to do a shaman shamanic shaman whatever (laughs) a shamanic episode we need a shamanic episode there's also we also plan on doing a neo-pagan episode um too because so what's happening now in in our current modern time is we're adapting all of these different practices and using them and honoring them in a way that is different because we're blending them together so a neo-shaman neo-shamanism i believe incorporates things that are more modern and aren't as strict on a traditional path so you have like your traditional shamanism where you're very like following one specific pantheon one specific like practice that's ancient and like has this like lineage where a neo shaman is going to be infusing different practices from other a variety of different like cultures and stuff still I hope honoring and believing and and everything so like you might go on a shamanic journey to the higher world and then you end up meeting a deity that is may not be um or I don't let me say deity it could be an angel anything that's more in alignment with like what you're familiar with so like for us like we might meet an angel versus something that we're not as familiar with but I mean at this point I feel like they just come out and they're like hey here I am yeah it's like <laughs> take it or leave it <laughs> yeah, we have to figure out what it is but um but anyways it's it that's the same thing with like um the whole like idea of like neo-paganism or like eclectic witchcraft and all of that that's like uh now in modern times where we're we're pulling from various uh practices to create our own now I'm curious one thing that I I because I think about this like where does chaos magic fall? <laughs> like, because that's 1970s. So that's going to be an episode. I'm going to do a lot of research on we that. We could have Sheila on again for the chaos magic We should. Magic she would episode. do that. She would be great. Because yeah. she practices that. She does chaos magic. I yeah. practice it unknowingly, I think, I in certain aspects of my life. I don't know. But you will do the research. <laughs> you will do the research. <laughs> we, we're going to have. Yeah. Okay. Everything will We're, we're talking out our podcast to you guys, but we're, we know like we know people who are knowledgeable in each one of these We do, because I in. believe that Blair is also a shaman. Yeah, sh- she went. She, I mean, she studied in Peru, so we could hit her yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, um, my gosh. You know, magical people, magical people attract magical people. Yeah. And we're gonna we happen to them. know a lot. Yeah. So <laughs> I know. Gonna, over the years, they've just they've been, been coming, collecting. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out that, yeah. so future episode, chaos, magic, and shamanism, shamanism. that's gonna be exciting. Mm-hmm. And so. if we can't find someone with availability, it's gonna be me. It's gonna <laughs> be kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, you're like an encyclopedia of knowledge. Like you're like the, the Google in human form when it comes to, uh, facts about the metaphysical <laughs> world. Because <laughs> it's your, out. it's your Virgo nature. Me, I'm just trying to make it through, <laughs> trying to be happy. I just want to be happier. Yeah. And, um, you know, obviously, like, you mm-hmm. mentioned the Wicked stuff. Like, I'm, I've am i been 
yeah. studying, you know, can't work with my practices and I just want to have everything that I'm currently studying. I want to have it, you know, solid, solid. Yeah. And I personally right now can't handle taking on any other modalities yeah. with my current framework that I'm operating with. I just fell on my lap. I busted out that human design stuff. I mean, I'm not finished with human design, but I just, I learned a lot and now I'm, that's one thing, like whenever you're learning. Oh, we do have to do the human design of it too. We do, but we need people who know a lot more than. Well, we're going to find, they come to us. Yeah, they, they, come already, to us. they always come to us when mm-hmm. their time's right. Yeah. So. This time. There we go. We're working, guys. We're trying to get galactics again. We're trying to get... Uh... We're not trying. We don't try. It no, comes. We're it, aligning we're with We're aligning it. with it, and it comes. Because it always does. Yeah. So, look out for that soon, people. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. I mean, I'll link those books on shamanism below if you guys are curious, if you want to, like, journey yourself. And, yeah, that's that. Why not? Do uh... it. If you feel called to, do it. Yeah. Have fun. Life's supposed to be fun. Do what intrigues you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, gosh, it's going to be a great year, guys. Alrighty. righty. So. We're going to get into the interview with Barry Strong. All right. Bye. Enjoy the ad. <laughs> so, Barry, do you want to give... In a little bit of information about you and how you started channeling for anyone who's completely new to the podcast and isn't familiar with your work. Well, I came from a, the the realm of a non-believer. Uh, I never believed in ghosts. And but when I was around 60 years old, I had to spend time in my antique gallery back in Pennsylvania. And it was incredibly haunted. And the spirits started to introduce themselves to me and I started to believe in them. And we were very close to the Gettysburg battlefield. So I went out and started photographing them. And once I got pictures of them, I was really hooked on understanding. So I started out like any other paranormal investigator with a ghost box, hearing their words and stuff like that. But I was introduced to an individual that, or a couple individuals that did board channeling. And the first time I sat down with them, I had no idea what was coming down, but they had this board, a circular board, and there were two of them, and they had a glass planchette in the center of it. And I sat down at the table with them, and they sat down, and the first message they got was, hello, Barry, we were waiting for you. And I went, oh, my goodness, what is this craziness? And then I was hooked because I wanted to learn to use the channeling board so that I could speak to the spirits myself. So the guides actually designed a board for us. Mm. And you can go onto my website and see it. It's on spiritspredict.com. Go to the page board channeling and you can see that. And they also introduced us to the concept of never channel without saying a prayer of protection. So the guides also gave us this prayer, which is also on that on that webpage. And we started to learn to board channel. And it was slow. I mean, it was very difficult in the beginning. But my wife and I worked at it, and it took a couple years to work this thing out until we started getting realistic messages. And mm-hmm. Then we started to realize that we were conversing with higher-level spirits. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, uh, St. Augustine was coming through and giving us messages. And we improved in our board channeling. And then I started realizing that when I was hitting the first letter of a word, that I was having, I was hearing the word in my head. Mm. So we would channel and we'd just simply hit the first letter and, and I could speak the word. So the guides come through and they say, you know, you really don't need the channeling board anymore. And you, they said, you have to have self-confidence, but just speak what you hear. Mm. So I started just doing all of the channeling in my head. And, yeah. and that's what we're doing now. Uh, you can actually go onto my YouTube channel. It's in my name, Barry Strome, and you can watch us progress because I have videos up from the early days mm-hmm. where we relied on the board channeling, and then you can see as I progress through the different and get better and better at it until now the videos are up, and I just simply sit there and speak the words of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. So it's a long process, and it takes time to learn it. Um, so whenever you... Like, do you hear the, the voices? How do you, does, what does it sound like, I guess, is what I'm asking. Mm-hmm. That's interesting, because I don't actually hear the word. 
Okay. I just simply speak the word. Okay. So it's like a knowing. Yes. It sounds like. Okay. Knowing thing. And, and I can speak it almost at a conversational speed now. Mm. But when I do the channeling, it's just, I'm speaking these words. A lot of the stuff I don't remember when I'm doing this. So it's almost like you're in a very light trance. Mm. Okay. But uh, many times I have to go back and read transcripts to know what we actually did during that session. Okay. Wow. So it, it, it's, it's very hard to describe. You don't mm. hear the word. You just simply speak the word. I feel like there's been other people who have said the same thing. Really? Like, I I'm, I think that Esther Hicks said something similar. That it just comes Yeah. Through. Okay. And that's why she had Jerry recording it all. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. She would have, her husband would have a recorder mm -hmm. um, and then they would play it back. And, um, she, you know, she not, wasn't very familiar, like couldn't remember all of the messages that had come through. I'd always thought maybe it was like a voice or I don't know what I thought. <laughs> well, I think everybody likes yeah. to think that's going to be a audible voice that yeah. is different per, um, the, being that you're channeling, like, everybody wants to think that they're going to hear the word, like the voice of God, and yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. No, it it's not like that. It's okay. It's, it's really hard to describe. Okay. But you've, heard, you've heard me channel. Oh I'm, yeah. I'm just yeah. speaking those words. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing actually. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and you you channel a variety of different energies. Um, which you you have your your new radio show right, and you'll have some of them come through, mm -hmm. or yeah, let's talk mm -hmm. about the radio show. Yeah, yeah, we have a my wife and I started a a, a radio show. It's on Para X Network. It's called Channeling History, and each week we take a, a spirit can be historic, famous from the past, future, whatever, and we actually channel that spirit live on the radio, and. We let the people in the chat room ask the questions of the spirit because there's a lot of people who are saying, you know, this can't be taken, you know, this is, you're fake, you can't be doing this. Yeah. But we're taking spontaneous questions mm -hmm. and we have no idea what's coming or what the answer is going to be. So we'll take a question from the chat and the spirit answers the question. And it's, it's a very unique show concept. And we are on Sundays at 9 p.m. Uh, we're talking that Sunday, and tonight we're going to be interviewing John Wilkes Booth, and we'll be doing the Lincoln Conspiracy, mm. because Booth does not die in Virginia like the history books say. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, I, I wrote a chapter about this in my conspiracy book. We channeled this before, so I know it's coming tonight. Oh, wow. But it's, uh, it'll be, it's going to be very interesting. And last week, uh, we channeled the Archangel Azrael, the mm. angel death oh man <laughs> we actually let let the listeners ask questions of an archangel mm -hmm. and the archangel answers their questions live on the radio so it, it, it's interesting we have all of the uh, radio shows that we have are up on my youtube channel as well okay or, or you can get them on podomatic if anybody wants to download them listen at a future time and everything we do is for free so you can just come in and check it out Oh, wow. See, I love that you do that. Everything's free. That way it's accessible to everybody. Yeah. And whether you believe or not, you can prove, you know, listen to it for yourself and make that own decision. So you've channeled a variety of energies, but one of the, the major energies that you channel is Jesus. So I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about him. Well, the first time that he comes through, you don't believe it. But what he said to us and how and the energy that we felt, it was uh, it, it was truly so. Uh, one, one, uh, I, I channel animals as well. So, I mean, almost a funny story for the first time Mary came through for us. We were in our apartment in Pennsylvania, and my one cat, Leo, was sitting on the counter, and he was in a box laying on the counter. And we, were, we channeled with Mary. And while we were doing it, you could just see these two little eyes and ears looking over the edge of the box. And when Mary left, he stood up. And I said, okay, Leo, what? You have something you want to say. And Leo says, I cannot believe I just saw Mary. Oh. <laughs> Think of the depth of an animal soul that it was familiar with the concept of the mother of Mary, mother of Jesus. But those were his exact words that he said to us was, I cannot believe I just saw Mary. 
Oh, oh wow. my goodness. Oh. Yeah, cause our, our cats, we have a couple of cats, and our one cat, Sal, Salvador, he, if you hold him, he constantly looks around you, like, yeah. looks around you. Yeah, well, they're seeing spirit, because okay. they can see in the infrared spectrum. But when we photograph spirits, we do it in infrared. So they're actually seeing the spectrum that we're photographing spirits in. Okay. So they're very aware of, of spirit movement around them. Every time I hold him, constantly, he yeah. always just looks around like crazy. Yeah, his, his just—you can see it looks like his his gears are going like. Yeah, well, they're moving. The spirits are moving very rapidly around him. Mm. You have a very active house there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's all of us. We're all oh. we're all magical. We attract oh, wow. it. <laughs> yeah. At recently, at um, I was at my mom's and my mom and I were in the kitchen and we heard a voice. It sounded like it said "mom," but it all happened in our voice. It'll sound like it's one of us, like one of the siblings. And no one was there. And we were just like, okay. Like, we just kind of sh- shrugged. We're like, oh, all right, that happened. Oh, you get used to it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard, um, like, hello for stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Wow. Oh, no. when, once you really get used to the world we live in, it's an amazing place. I, I have channeled animals as low as a hamster. Yeah, really. We had, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. We were friends with a, a medium and, and her daughter, mm-hmm. and her daughter is incredible. I mean, mm-hmm. she's going to be fantastic with, with her spirit energies. But we were we were channeling, and she said, do you, do you mind if I try to talk to my animals? And I said, no, uh, we'll take a shot, you know, whatever, because we're open-minded about this. Yeah. So she gives me this name, and the message comes in, hello, I love you. And I'm sorry. And I said, well, who is that? And she said, well, that was my pet dog that died. And it gave me the name. And then the next message comes in. She asks, she gives me this name. And the message comes in, hello, and I love you. And I said, well, who is that? And she said, well, that was my pet hamster. And I went, you got to be kidding me. I just talked to a hamster. (laughs) (laughs) And then I said, well, what was that other message about? And she said, oh, well, that was my dog. And he said he was sorry because he killed the hamster. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so, oh, my goodness. So, oh. Yeah, we've, we've done some pretty weird channelings in our time. I do think it's interesting that like, you, the cat earlier, you said that that's how deep our souls are, that it, an animal was able to recognize Mother Mary. Yeah. So that's proof to me that every living thing has a soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, they do. And these animals are part of... Connie and my soul family. So our soul family would be familiar with that, with those concepts on the other side. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So that was it's part of what's behind it. Our black cat, Bodhi, has been with, this is the third time Bodhi has been with Connie in this, in her, this incarnate life for her. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. We had a cat, we had a Tonkinese cat. 15 years ago, named Bodacious Bodhi. <laughs> and he was 15, but we had to, we had to put him down. He was, his life was ending. And while Bodhi was on the other side, which I channeled with him, and we talked to him, and I said, Bodhi, can, can we talk you into coming back? And he said, I will return to you in 13 months as a black kitten, and I will find you. Mm-hmm. And within one week of when he said, this black kitten finds us. Oh gosh. And the story, what he did, the, the, he brought the second cat with him, Leo. And Leo was my daughter's dog in prior life. Mm. So these all had family associations. But then one day we had the channeling board out. And Connie said, I just have a feeling that Bodhi's been with us more than two times. So I, I asked, I said, Bodhi, were, were you ever with Connie before? And on the channeling board, it spells out the word starlight. Starlight was Connie's pony when she was a kid. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. That, that was the third time. So she's been, that soul has been back as a pony and a cat two times for okay. Connie's incarnate life. Wow. Must like the cat form better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cat life. Like the cat life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's probably easier. Yeah. Um, so you um, you also channel extraterrestrials, right? Or uh, you have, okay. Um, and I, I've actually seen extraterrestrials in person, real wow. ones. 
Oh, oh wow. goodness. Oh, this is right up my alley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have, I wrote two books about aliens. And all of a sudden, we, you know, I started asking, quite, when we were doing the conspiracy book, I asked questions about aliens. Mm-hmm. Do they exist? You know? Yeah. So one night the guide says, I'm going to introduce you, next, next session, I'm going to introduce you to a spirit that can answer all your questions because he was one. And I said, was one what? And he said, an alien. Next session we challenge, we do, we get a spirit named Moo. And I said, Moo, what were you? He said, oh, I'm a, I was a blue alien. And he said, I said, tell me, when I said, tell me about what do you look like? He said, well, I stood seven and a half feet and I died at 942 of your years. Oh my gosh. And I lived on a planet called Robe, which is on the far side of the Milky, on the spiral side of the Milky Way. And I said, well, how come I can, I can channel with you? And he said, because human and alien energies are the same. I said, well, you got to explain that one to me. (laughs) And... What he said was, all of you who have lived incarnate human lives have lived lives as aliens on other planets. I said, well, explain. So, well, soul energies have been around since, basically since creation. Humans have been around for 250,000 years. So where do you think your soul energy was before humans walked the earth? Well, the answer is, you lived lives as aliens on other planets. Wow. Mm. So I, I actually, I'm aware of some of my prior lives on other planets. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, but Mu was, Mu had just, he died in, in our time in 1987. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he was there. You know? mm-hmm. So he comes through and he said, when he came through, he said, I'll be with you for two to three years. But then I have to move on because I have another mission I have to do. And he was with us for three years and. He's gone. God, he's huh? On his mission. Wow. Has have any other ones come through? They are going to let me channel an alien line. They're going to introduce me to some more of them. Mm. Okay. And in the future, we're going to be doing a live channeling with an alien on our radio show. Oh wow! <laughs> and let people ask questions. We kind of stretch people's imagination a bit. <laughs> I know there's people out there saying this guy is crazy. Yeah. People can think what they want to think. Life's crazy. Life's, life's a little <laughs> yeah. crazy. And we're Aww. all given these gifts and talents and so on and so forth for a reason. Yeah. And I mean, a big listener of other podcasts, yeah. we talk more about like your past and yeah. how like, you've been doing this only for a couple of years. Mm. And you ha- had a career before this. You were yeah. corporate. And yeah. then you and your wife owned the antique store. Like it, this wasn't your full life Oh, no. Life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like yeah. This, this is. A, yeah. No, I have a I have a civil engineering license. I have a degree in business management. I have a minor in statistics and a minor in geology. Mm-hmm. And I worked in construction and stone quarries all my life. And I was actually CEO of a four hundred main company for about four years. So this is not exactly what uh, I was trained to do. No, yeah, I bet you. <laughs> never guessed you know today that you would be doing this it's like oh, i used to make fun of people like me <laughs> <laughs> I'd, have been, I'd, I'd have been the guy on on youtube saying yo a-hole what are you doing you know <laughs> oh that's hilarious <laughs> um wow oh i do have a question about um another question about aliens so of course you do <laughs> <laughs> um can so i know like you said that we reincarnate. Um, can, do people reincarnate as aliens now? Like, um, does it? Okay, okay. So there's no guarantee we would reincarnate back on this planet. You can make you. You got free will on the other side, just like you do here. Okay. So you may decide you don't want to be a human again. That we're just all too screwed up, and <laughs> <laughs> so you can pick to go to a peaceful planet. Uh, have a break if we have another year like 2020 (laughs) i might might have to opt out of this (laughs) we're gonna have a zero birth rate in 2021 if this crap keeps up (laughs) (laughs) oh that's funny wow um so uh so like some planet you said that there's some planets that are more peaceful are there some planets that are are the opposite of that are there what's it like yeah we're a young planet we're very young culture there is we have been, Moo told us that there have been aliens visiting this planet since the time of the dinosaurs. 
Mm. So that's 60 million years ago. So there are, there are definitely planets that have learned a message of getting along. Mm. Because they are so technically advanced that they could, they could wipe each other out. Mm-hmm. Just like humans are approaching the state of evolution where weapons of mass destruction can allow humanity to be destroyed on this planet. So it's time for us to, we, I mean, we've either got to learn, get along, or we don't. They tell us that many, many civilizations have wiped themselves out. So humans may be no different. We talked about it. We said it on the podcast before, too, that our like consciousness has to match um our like evolution with technology like for example everyone's afraid of artificial intelligence like taking over and it's like well what if the people who created artificial intelligence taught them love and taught them like you know peace they wouldn't want to do that that wouldn't be a part of their programming you know like we have i feel like we have to match like our our level of like awareness and like love and stuff like that with technology as we like advance i always had said that so mm-hmm. that's like really all the other civilizations have mm-hmm. it's yeah. just that you have to humans are all souls are given free will and, mm-hmm. you, and it's how you choose to use them mm. so i mean your evolution is dependent on it so mm-hmm. it is you know you can either do it or you don't if humans don't learn the lesson of of coexistence and love then they will go the way of other lost civilizations when in our channelings, God has said, "I will never be the one to destroy humans. Mm. It will be up to humans to destroy themselves if they are if if their their evolution fails. Mm. But there's not going to be a day of reckoning where God comes back and saves a hundred thousand people or whatever, and you're, the dead are not going to rise from the grave because the souls are out of the bodies, and that's are, so. There are planets that are less like evolved, like newer than ours. Yes, there are other new, there are new there are other new civilizations, and Moose said that there are actually some that are more violent than ours. Oh, mm. oh no! <laughs> Which could be you know at least we're compared to something. Yeah. <laughs> we 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 can say there's something worse. <laughs> um, could one argue that what's happening right now in 2020 um, with the current pandemic and so on and so forth that that is kind of a push for people to become more loving and more unified? Yes, there's, there's continuous tests mm-hmm. okay. put through. Uh, development of, of weapons of mass destruction is a test. We have to learn how to, how to live with that, that violence. And there's going to be a time that life will not be able to exist on it. Mm. Because the sun will, will burn up at some point. So that they have to, humans have got to learn to travel the universe and reestablish on other planets that don't have life, so if they're going to exist as well. And that's what other alien cultures have done. Like mm-hmm. he told us that the greys, that their planet is no longer able to sustain life, so they really don't have a home planet at this point. Mm-hmm. And there are many, many, many types of aliens. Moose said that there's a, a master ship out there where there's over 250 different alien types on that, on that ship. So like wow. Noah's Ark, wow. but in space. It's like a galactic federation. Ark, yeah. <laughs> it's like a federation. It's, it's exactly yeah. what it is, a galactic federation. Oh. oh. There you go. <laughs> I love aliens. <laughs> I don't know. I have like an affinity for it of lately. <laughs> like, I don't know, like well, it's fun. It's fun to believe. Yeah. It's fun to believe that there's more than just this mortal plane that we're living in mm-hmm. and that um could be other life forms uh-huh. um, that. or that we could be products of other life forms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, as I said, I told you I saw an alien. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What now my wife, like... my wife's been abducted. Oh, uh, wow. Wow. She's, she's an absolute abductee. We know oh, my... all the details of it, <clears throat> but we were in Pennsylvania in our apartment one night mm-hmm. and we always had night lights on because we have black cats. So we don't want to kill the cat. Or... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I, I woke up, it was in the middle of the night, and I look over and I see this big form standing on her side of the bed. Mm. And, I, you know, I, I thought, I'm thinking I'm dreaming, and I clear my head and I look, and I can see that it has a short reptilian mouth on it. Mm-hmm. It's standing about seven foot, standing a big, big form standing there. So I looked at it, and it looks at me, and it smiles, and I can see its teeth. Oh, my God. And, I go, and then he knocks me out. And I mm. didn't 
for another thing. So I woke up in the morning. I said, I said, Connie, you may have gone for another trip last night because I think I might have seen an alien. So we were still learning board channeling and our friends in Salt Lake City. We were in Pennsylvania. Our friends that were teaching us were in Salt Lake and we get on Skype with them and go back and forth and they'd have the board in Salt Lake and we ask questions. So I said, we need to get Kay and Doc on and find out what happened. So that night we get them on Skype. Now they got the channeling board in Salt Lake City. We're in Pennsylvania asking the questions. And that was while we had Moo. I asked for Moo to come in for him out in Salt Lake. And he said, yes, do you have a question? And I said, Moo, did I, you know, did I, Moo, did I see a real alien last night? And in Salt Lake City, the answer on the channeling board comes back, yes, and did you see him smile at you? Uh, mm. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. And that would have been the moment I... Uh... <laughs> and, those, and those of the people had no idea. I mean, wow. zero. Just a, We called them and I said, I have to ask a question. They had no idea what had taken place. Why, do you know why, why do they abduct um, people? Is, is it just a variety of different reasons? A variety of reasons. Sometimes, okay. sometimes uh, they'll cure a person yeah. has a sickness. Sometimes an individual has a miracle cure that they don't, you know, all of a sudden. Moo said, uh, one thing that we do is we're trying to see how you humans are trying to kill yourselves. Oh. <laughs> and then they test, and they can put thoughts in your head. They can program you mentally and, and give you concepts and things. Moo told us, he said, we don't like to think of it as an abduction. Mm. We, like, we like to think of it as an educational session. Yeah, there's a purpose to it. Yeah, there's yeah. To everything it just like scares people because it's it's unknown yeah, yeah unknown something they don't know okay so Dolores and, Cannon had talked about um she there was like a woman she has like the past life regression and somebody had like a memory of like an abduction and it turned out they were helping her because she had she was associated with this alien race I'm not quite sure I don't remember the details but because of that association they had to like they were helping her Bottom line, they were just like helping her um, yeah. physically and stuff like that. And this, she said something very similar. Mm -hmm. So, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> do, yeah. So, do people have um, other people have like guides that are are alien? Every you know, some guy, most guides have have lived incarnate life. Oh, okay. A lot don't. Yeah. So, could there be like an alien that is communicating with people on Earth like now? I don't know. Like work like another dimension in a different or dimension or yeah, timeline. Yeah, like because I, I hear about like aliens that live in like 4D and like all these different like dimensions. Is it something like that? They can be multidimensional. They can be forms that you cannot even conceive of. Humans know very little. Uh, they can be light beings. I mean, there's there 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 are forms. Moo told us. She said you have to learn. You have to live lives on other planets because you have to learn of emotions that humans cannot conceive of, of life forms that you've never imagined. There are things out there, there are dimensions out there that we never imagined. I mean, how does an, I, I asked Moo, I said, how long does it take for you to travel from your planet on the far side of the Milky Way to Earth? And he said, about three of your days. Hmm. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, <Wow>. Just three. <laughs> just, just three. <laughs> Wow. Think about that, because wow. they use a method of transportation that we've never conceived of. Mm -hmm. Well, the way we perceive time is completely wrong. Different, yeah. Well, it's not wrong, but yeah. different than what could really be reality. Well, but they tried to explain that to us. And what they said was that it's time is like a spiral, and that you can there are different points on the spiral. And that's where he lost me. So, like, <laughs> You're not going to get a brilliant explanation of time from me because I don't understand it. I, I've heard of the spiral time concept before. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, huh. Can I explain it right now? No. <laughs> like, well, it's real. Yeah. yeah. Just speaking of time, do people always like reincarnate moving forward, or have people reincarnated backwards? No, you Different can't go back. You can see back, but you can't go back. Okay, okay. I was just curious. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like... Yeah, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. But when they do your life plan, they're looking forward in time. So, I mean, there's amazing things take place in your life plan. Meeting. Yeah. So, you live in Utah now, 
we've always heard like different areas have different energies like um what's in the, what's a good Arizona, one? Arizona Sedona um Sedona and then I know um there's a uh, Mount Shasta has mm-hmm. like supposed to have like crazy energies now is Utah known as being like one of those like energetic hubs or places for um I don't I don't know how to phrase like metaphysical like a, a power center yeah like a spiritual power center there are light ley lines are real on the okay. earth. So intersections of energy lines do create that. Now, we're at 7,000 feet here, and it's just, we're in beautiful mountains, and, and it's just, we're finding that channeling is really easy up here for some reason. Okay. And, I, and I think it's because of the, you know, it's just a great environment to be in. Yeah, I was just curious yeah. if, it, if it mattered where, like, you were located um, when it came to that stuff. Um, and if Pittsburgh has, like, a I guess we're supposed to have, like, a vortex at the point um, mm-hmm. where our rivers meet. There's supposed to be, like, this big crystal underneath, um, just, like, a natural cr- thing underneath the river at this particular location. And people like to meditate there mm-hmm. because it's supposed, I don't know, they, they're feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. We meditated there before, but we're, I mean, I didn't know if it made a difference. I don't think so. I think what it comes down to is your natural ability to clear your mind in meditation yeah we're big advocates for meditation we always say that for everything i definitely need to meditate more <laughs> yeah for, for everything so do you have to meditate before you do your channeling no no mm-hmm. i like to i like to clear my mind before we do it but it's not imperative okay <laughs> whenever you're channeling do you have different because you mentioned that was his name moo yeah okay that he said he was going to be there for three years do some of the guides do that do they come for a certain amount of time to help you with something and then they move on or was he unique no no there isn't one guy that knows everything okay so there are guides that have different specialties uh, mm-hmm. you know maybe one's lived a life of astrophysics so he asks questions in his in his bailiwick what he understands we did it when we were doing the conspiracy book, we were bouncing around with a lot of questions. One night we had 12 different guides come through for us. Mm. Oh, wow. Is that a lot of energy to handle when you channel that many? Does it deplete your energy at all? Yeah. Well, you get tired when you channel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because okay. You're, you're, your mind is clear of everything when you're doing it. You can't have a lot of distractions. <clears throat> so it's... It can be tiring, yes. So you have the three books you said that you were working on, then you're going to do a book with angels, correct? I've got I actually got seven books out now. Okay. The one book, the one previous, the one that just has been released, is Channeling the Life of Jesus. So there we tell the story of Jesus and those closest to him when they walked the earth. The one that just come out is Channeling Jesus and the Holy Spirits. We get messages in this book and we get as we start with moses and move through and we actually the last chapter in the book is reverend billy graham that we channel and there's a large chapter with messages from jesus in it and the third book of the series is going to be the teachings of jesus i'm about halfway through with that and we go to specific areas Uh, but those three volumes will be the three that are designed to bring you all the contemporary words of Jesus. So far, we've channeled seven archangels. So after that book, then I plan to write a book about speaking to angels. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry sorry for that. (laughs) Yeah, we really have like, I don't know, like an affinity for For the angelic realm. (laughs) Yeah, for some reason. But um, that's exciting. That's that's really cool. So were were you channeling the angels before Jesus came through? No. No. Okay. Okay. that That all came after. Fun. Yeah, fun at least. it's developing like, even yeah. further. Yeah, because like even like the last time we spoke with you, it seems too like different. I yeah, like, I don't know how to explain it. We've advanced a lot just in the last year. Um. So what? It, what is like Jesus's main point that he wants to get across for our listeners? Um, like a, a message they can take with them. The main point that Jesus is the same thing that he taught when you walked the earth. That so you have to love one another. You have to love yourself, and you have to love God. And if you look, if you pass that love on to others, they will pass it on as well. And that you have to learn to get along. Yeah, one of the big things I really like is how you say that it is a non-denominational like thing. Like we get so wrapped up in all of these different like who's right, who's wrong, like that kind of situation. When at the end of the day, it's just love. Yeah, um, it all leads to the same path. Yeah. yeah. 
when Jesus walked the earth, he never, ever taught fear. Fear, you're not supposed to fear God. You're mm-hmm. supposed to love him and love all around you. It's the hatred that will bring down evolution and humanity. It's the mm-hmm. free will. But his message was incredibly simple. He spoke a very, very simple message of love. It's like that simple. Yeah, we just over, mm-hmm. overdo it. Overcomplicate everything in yeah. life. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's lives would be a lot easier if we just followed that like path. Simple, simple. Yeah, yeah. Love your neighbor. Yeah. Love more. Mm-hmm. That's right. One, once you cut through all of the things that the, the church had to exaggerate through the years, his life and messages are incredibly simple. Mm-hmm. And the most important message is there are many paths to heaven. We are not, we're, I mean, even though Jesus is, is Christ and, and he finds Christianity, I mean, we channel Buddha, we get into all the different world religions, and you find out that everything just kind of ties together to that universal deity. I mean, even Buddha, who lived 600 years before Jesus, never heard of Christ or Christianity. But his teachings are basically love and get along. So this has been, that has been the universal teaching of God to the millennia mm-hmm. or to the... The root of everything's love. Yeah. Of everything. Mm-hmm. It just all gets muddled with... I don't know what. With, with what? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what, but it just gets muddled. Thank you so much for being yes, on Yes, thanks again, for being Mary. on again. And if you've listened to the last episode, guys, go ahead and click the link below and listen to the last episode. And then yeah. go check out all of Barry's... Um, his work, work, yeah. his books, his we'll have some of the websites linked, and yeah. his YouTube channel. I mean, um, he posts all of his channelings on there and yeah. radio episodes. Plus, I mean, you can listen to his episode and actually talk to like angels. Yeah, like, like who can like <laughs> I don't know. That's t- not tune into the radio show and actually yeah. live. Like that's amazing. Live, ask your questions live. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a it's a unique concept. Yeah. yeah. We, our guests are not on any other shows. <laughs> <laughs> Can guarantee that. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> All right.